Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you are new here or welcome back, I'm just thinking that, you know, I should honestly introduce myself more because I didn't realize Over Easy was getting the traction that it is. Um, just to start this episode off, I checked the analytics a couple days ago and I never checked the analytics on my podcast. It's like out of the way and I don't really like care to be honest, but I noticed that we passed a thousand downloads uh, over the last month, which is crazy. And it honestly just blows my mind because I also looked at the analytics and it said there was like over 500 unique listeners, which I don't even know 500 people. So I am shook. Thank you so much for listening. We're coming up on a year soon and this is just crazy. So in case you're new here, I'm just going to introduce myself. My name is Manny. I just graduated from the University of British Columbia with my bachelor's degree in psychology and a minor in commerce. I've lived in Vancouver my entire life and uh, here I am making a podcast because I started it as a hobby. Honestly blows my mind that this is like my project, my side project, my side whatever this is even became a thing to other people. I always just thought that I was recording to myself. So yeah, thank you so much. Just wanted to start with that today, but otherwise we're going to start the episode as normal with the rosebud and thorn as we always do. Okay, let me think. My, oh, okay. So my rose is that yesterday I went to go visit my old high school and I had not visited my high school since before the pandemic. So it was, it has been like, I think I last visited in first year, which is crazy. And, you know, I just went back. Luckily, they're already out for the summer. So it was just teachers there working on their report cards. So I was able to talk to so many of my old teachers. And I even stopped by the elementary school because I went to the same elementary and high school like they were connected. And I got to see a lot of my elementary school teachers and just like really visit the school and talk to everybody that I knew. And it was just it made me feel so good because, um, first of all, I went to my grade two teacher's classroom and I honestly like grade two was probably one of the best years ever and I was just standing outside because my grade two teacher was talking to someone else and they noticed someone standing outside which is me obviously and then they turned around and my grade two teacher was like oh my gosh like Manny and I didn't even say anything to her and I was like what the heck you know me you recognize me it has been like 14 years since I've been in grade two I think if I did the math correctly, which is honestly crazy that she can still recognize me and stuff. So I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um, But otherwise, I talked to a lot of my high school teachers and that was really fun. Just like getting to know, not getting to know them, but just like talking more about other things, because I feel like as a student, obviously you have a kind of like a boundary between you and your teachers. But once I graduated, like that boundary was gone. And now I talk to my teachers about a lot of different things and it was really nice to see them. So that is my rose of the day. Left me in a really good mood yesterday. My bud. Okay, my bud is that I am heading to Austin, Texas in I think three weeks and I am super excited. I kind of stopped 
thinking about it, I was like, oh shoot, like I'm going to Austin next month, just remembering that. So I'm definitely going to start planning my trip in a little more detail now. And I'm really looking forward to it. Like it's going to be hot there. I'm kind of scared because it's going to be really hot, like 40 degrees, but I think it'll be really fun. And I'm going by myself again. I'm going for 12 days this time, which is really crazy. And I think it'll be a good time. I know it'll be a good time. I've learned so much from my first solo trip to Washington, D.C. that I feel like I will apply a lot that I learned from Washington to Austin and I've always been so excited to go to Austin like Austin's just been a place that I want to go to for so long and I'm so excited that I can finally go so that is my bud of the day my thorn um okay I guess my thorn would be it's not even a real thorn so last night I was reading um I just finished Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins and I was finishing it last night and I literally could not stop reading and it was like getting close to 11 p.m. which is pretty late for me. I've been sleeping at like 10 o'clock recently but I just couldn't stop reading. It was getting close to 11. I had to force myself to just stop reading and it just like took me a while to go to bed because I obviously I kind of threw myself off my sleep routine and I woke up kind of anxious and just like not well rested um but now I'm feeling better it's a it's about noon now so I'm feeling better like none of the feelings are here anymore but yeah I kind of just started the day off kind of weird but I'm okay now so that's good Okay, today's episode is honestly one that I should do more often, but I haven't done it in like three to four months, and that is a monthly reflection and a look forward to the next month and my goals that I'm setting. So obviously it's the end of June now, and I'm going to be doing a June reflection and then talking about my highlights and lowlights of June and also what I want to do in July and what is coming up for me in my life. So I'm going to start with the highlights of June that I went through this month. So the first highlight was right at the beginning of the month I was in Kelowna and that was honestly such a fun trip. It was very wholesome and fun to spend time with my friends in Kelowna. I think one of the best parts was just like getting to know my friends on a better level, on a deeper level, because I think I've said this before, but you kind of learn more about your friends in every situation. Like, I don't know about you, but I had friends from high school that like we only saw each other at high school and we were friends. Like we would talk every day and stuff, but I really only knew them like the high school them, the them that is in school. But I feel like when you start doing extracurriculars with your friends and like hanging out outside of school and just doing different activities with them, then you get to learn more about them. That's not just like school focused or extracurricular focused. And I really, really enjoyed that. I feel like I learned a lot about my friends in Kelowna that I really didn't know about before. And I feel like I've known them for so long. So it's kind of crazy that even though I've known them for so long, there's still more to learn about them. And also going to Kelowna was just really fun because it was a new place. Obviously, it's crazy that like the world is so small yet so big. I mean, we were still in British Columbia, but we had to drive hours to get there. And it was just I don't know. I really like Kelowna, to be honest. It's like very summertown vibes, and I really like that. So I definitely would like to go back maybe this year or next year just to like soak up the sun. We didn't really get to do much of the water activities that I was hoping to do. So definitely want to go back in the late summer to do more of that when it warms up more. 
So that's my first highlight of Kelowna. I'm kind of going in chronological order because when I planned this episode, I was going through my calendar just to remember what I did this month. Right after I came back from Kelowna, I got my first tattoo and that was a highlight for sure. So I have a video on my TikTok of me getting my tattoo um, in case you want to see it. I don't think I posted it anywhere else. No. But I have been thinking about getting this specific tattoo since I was literally in grade 10, I remember. Uh, Basically, the tattoo that I got is a little hedgehog that is next to a cactus. And it's a very fine line drawing, um, very just simple and minimalistic, which is what I was going for. But this has literally been on my mind since I was in grade 10, so six years ago. And I've been thinking about my first tattoo will be this hedgehog tattoo that I'm thinking of. And I finally did it, which is really crazy. It's just crazy to think about like, oh, I've been thinking about this for so long. I've been wanting to do this for so long and now I've done it. And now I'm like, what do I even do? I definitely want to get more tattoos, but probably not like all at once. I definitely have no rush. I want to wait through and just discover more artists that I love. But let me talk about my tattoo experience. I don't even think, I don't even know if I talked about it on my podcast, but basically I had booked with this girl that I saw on Instagram um, and she has a really nice Instagram page. I'll try to link her below if I remember, but her handle is Tat. On Instagram she's located in Vancouver and you know I messaged her we got the design all done and then the day after I came back from Kelowna I had my tattoo appointment which was crazy so I'd actually been thinking about getting it in April or May my tattoo but ultimately my mom was just not happy with that and I had to like please her still I know I'm like 22 but you know those Asian moms you still got to please them um, ultimately like I wanted to get it done in April, but then my mom was like, oh, but you still have final exams. Like, if something happens to your tattoo, like, I don't want it to be, like, disruptive to your final exams. And I was like, okay, that's fair. And then I was going to get it in May, but then she was like, oh, but you still have your dance show and you're traveling and stuff. Like, I think you should be careful because I was going to Vancouver Island and Washington and getting on a flight. And I was really anxious about if I got a tattoo and it went poorly, like, what would that do on the flight? Because I saw a Facebook post a couple weeks ago where this woman got a fresh tattoo and she didn't put second skin on it and she went on a flight like I think the day after maybe and her foot like swelled up and it felt like it was going to explode and I was like oh my god I never want to do that so I was pretty anxious about that so I was like okay let's just wait like I'm not in no rush I will get it eventually and then I ended up booking for June obviously I mean my mom's an Asian parent. My mom's still not happy about it. She doesn't like that I got a tattoo, but now she has like really no reason to push it further. Like I'm done my final exams. I'm done dancing. I'm not traveling all of June so it can heal properly at home. Like there's really no reason for her to push it back anymore. And I am, when it comes to that, like I have no reason to listen to her. If that sounds kind of bad, but let me tell you what I'm thinking. Like, obviously, when she brought up those facts about my final exam and my dance class and traveling and stuff, I was like, okay, that's really fair that if I get a tattoo and something goes wrong, like, that's going to make my life so much harder in April and May. But now that I was in June, I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to be in Vancouver all month. Like, she really had no reason or no way to stop me. And I think my mom knows that. So 
I got my tattoo. I absolutely love it. It's still in the healing process right now. It's been about almost three weeks now, so it's almost done healing, and it is definitely fading a little bit. I'm just looking at it right now, Uh, so I will have to go for a touch-up appointment probably in August, but I love it. It is so cute, and I love that the placement of it is very, like, I think it's unique, at least. It's on the back of my calf, but not, like, right down by my ankle. It's, like, kind of at the top of my Achilles tendon, and I like that, you know, I can wear Converse, and it pokes out a little. I wear my high-top Converse. It's, like, right above the high-top part, and I can wear jeans, and it shows through a little bit. It's just perfect. I love the placement. It was exactly where I was imagining it in grade 10, and I just feel like, wow, I really just did something that I wanted to do. I'm definitely thinking about getting future tattoos, like I said, but that'll probably come in a later time. I definitely want to get like a wildflower tattoo, which is I think will be really cute, probably somewhere on my arm. And then I also want to get a third one, which is a constellation based. I'm not quite sure what yet, but I just love celestial designs and I think those are just so pretty that I really want a tattoo of either an Aries constellation because I'm an Aries or like the moon something like that I don't really know yet but those are my two plans coming up but I'm not in a rush to get these tattoos I might honestly get them another time maybe when I'm a little older but yeah that was my second highlight of June um the pain level let me talk about that it was definitely uh I was really anxious about it being super painful because obviously it's like a needle but it's not bad Uh, It obviously depends on the placement of your tattoo. The part where I got my tattoo, the calf, but not close to the ankle, is like a little bit fatty. So it's not super painful as it would be if it was closer to my ankle, I think. The worst part was my tattoo has a bunch of like repetitive little lines for the hedgehog's spikes. And when she was doing those repetitive lines over and over again on my leg, then I started feeling the pain. So I had to get her to stop for a little bit and then we continued on. But honestly, it was not that bad and it didn't take that long. It was only like 10 minutes total, the tattooing part. So that was pretty great. So if you're interested in getting a tattoo, don't say I was your inspiration. I don't want to be a bad role model, but you know, it's not terrible and definitely I love it. Like I love it. Okay. That's my second highlight of June. Let's talk about my next one, which was seeing lots of friends. There was a solid week in June where every day I went out to see friends in some capacity. Let me go over my calendar to see what I did exactly that week. I got brunch with a couple friends on Monday and then I saw my boyfriend on Tuesday. On Wednesday, I hung out with a friend and I took her to a workout class. On Thursday, I had lunch with a group of friends. Friday, I went to the night market and Saturday, I went on a busy date day with my boyfriend. So I did do something every single day that week with people and honestly, I thought I'd be exhausted, but it was really fun. And I think it goes to show that like if you're surrounded by the right people, then it won't feel exhausting to hang out with others. That was always something that I felt in high school and early university was I would hang out with certain people and just come home like absolutely beat and exhausted and just could not do anything for the rest of the day because I feel like I had to or I felt like I had to put up an act when I was hanging out with them. But nowadays, I feel like I've improved so much in choosing people that I want to spend time with, choosing who I value and just hanging out with those people and it's been so much better and that's not to say that I won't make more friends or I'm not open to making more friends but I'm definitely not as like 
open to everyone as I used to be. I think before I would like honestly be like, okay, anyone and everyone can come into my life. I will share everything to you and I will be there for you no matter what. And that's exhausting. So honestly, choosing your boundaries or like setting boundaries of who you're going to support and who you're going to be a ride or die for is so much better for you and also the friends that you're taking care of. But anyways, also going out, I've realized like I cannot stay at home. Like it's so easy to stay at home, but I should not because there's just so much to do in this city and I love it. There's especially with summer coming up, there are so many summer events that are super fun that I want to take part of and I can't stay at home to do that. Like yesterday, I could have stayed home, but instead I went to a cafe to edit a video with my friend Angela and we got lunch and then we visited my old high school. And tomorrow I also don't have work and I could stay home, but I think tomorrow I'm going to go to the library and also go to a farmer's market downtown and just like fill my schedule up with things to do because if I stay at home, I get very sad, which is not good. So that's my third highlight. I was very surprised that um, seeing my friends every day or seeing people so often wouldn't exhaust me out, but it's been a good time. Okay, my next highlight, I started in the middle of June, but it is everyday content. I've been posting on my YouTube every weekday with just a video. And I have loved this because there are so many reasons why I love this. Let me think about an orderly way to talk about it. I think I will start with when I made weekly videos, I was always um, very critical of myself and my videos because I had so much time to do it that I would continue nitpicking and just like not want to upload. But now that I'm forcing myself to upload every day, I don't have the time to nitpick all these little details. And it also just gets me to explore a lot of different ideas that I wouldn't have done otherwise. Like, I'm still vlogging a lot and just filming what I do every single day, but I'm also doing other videos that I don't think I would have done had I just been uploading weekly or bi-weekly, not bi-weekly, like two times a week. So that has been super fun. I just, I love like just filming. I think that's my favorite part of making YouTube videos is filming and then being able to look back on it because it's just so much fun. And uh, it's just been a lot more fulfilling too. I think that I'm putting less pressure on the videos and just having fun with it because obviously I started everything that I do just for fun and because I enjoy it. But when it gets to that level where you're putting pressure on yourself because it has to be a certain standard, then it's like not as fun anymore. And yeah, I still have thoughts about whether my content is like quote unquote good, but I know that that's like a standard set by someone else and I can honestly do whatever I want with my videos so I don't have to worry about if other people think it's good because I think it's good and I like this daily video thing so I've been enjoying that a lot it has been a lot of fun I haven't been posting on TikTok as much because of it but honestly it's okay My last highlight of this month was the game We're Not Really Strangers. I have talked about this so much in my last few podcast episodes, but it has really brought my June up so much. I have been just pulling random cards out when I go hang out with friends, and if we don't have anything to talk about, then we'll do these questions. And I just have learned so much about my friends, and I feel like I have grown a deeper appreciation for them, and 
who they are. You know, we open up about our vulnerabilities and our weaknesses. And I feel like that is so special in a friendship because, I mean, we don't do that with just anyone. And it's just been really fun. I'm also a very scenty person, scenty being sentimental, in case you don't know. So having these like uwu questions about our friendship has been so heartwarming. I think this game is just perfect for me because A, I'm a words of affirmation person and B, I'm a sentimental person. So combine that together and talking about our friendships in sweet ways and wholesome ways is like actually the perfect thing for me. So I've been loving it. I think my friends have been loving it. Hopefully I've been forcing them to play it with me. But if they don't like it, then uh, we'll see about it. I still want to play with my boyfriend. I haven't played with my boyfriend yet. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe we'll play it on my next episode. My next episode is my 50th episode and I still don't know what I want to do for it. Um, I got a request to bring my boyfriend back on the show and I asked him about it, but I don't know if we'll have time to film it this week. So maybe, but maybe it'll be episode 51 or 52. I don't know. It doesn't have to be 50. I just thought it'd be cool because 50 is like a special number, you know, but we'll see about that. But anyways, this game has been so much fun. I think the way that it creates a space for all of my friends and I to talk about our struggles and our strengths and our weaknesses has been really special and not replicable and also I've never done that before because it's hard to get into those conversations without it being awkward and weird. So I really do enjoy We're Not Really Strangers and I will promote it for free anytime and all the time. Okay, those are all of my main highlights for June. June has been actually a pretty good month, other than it's been raining all the time in Vancouver, which is crazy. I really hope it can be sunny soon because I want it to be hot girl summer. I mean, I've been having a hot girl summer, even though I'm not, it's not sunny all the time, but I think the good weather would make it even more hot girl summer. But yeah, those are all my highlights for June and let's get into my June lowlights. So I actually don't have many lowlights for June. They're not like specific events. They're more just vibes, if that makes sense. So June was really the first month that I felt unemployed and it was really hard to get a structure in my life. Obviously, I don't have a full-time job and I graduated at the end of May, but I've been finished school since the end of April. May was just so busy though that I didn't really feel like empty. Like I still had so much to do. I was traveling for two weeks out of the four weeks and then I had graduation and all this stuff to prep for. So I really was super busy in May. But June has been the first month where I've really felt like I've been chill. And obviously, I don't have a job. I have a part-time job, but throughout the day, I'm not working some days even. I don't have much to do anymore. And it's been really hard to find the motivation and also things to do in general. Um, I have been working out a lot. Usually, I start my weekdays off with a workout always, and then I'll always do some sort of content thing like... Obviously, I'm filming my podcast right now, which takes up most of the morning. But, you know, there's other days where I don't do much and I just like watch YouTube videos at home. And it's been feeling like for me as a person who feels guilt when they're not productive, it is very hard to manage that feeling. So that's definitely been a low light. It's also been something that I've been trying to manage, though, and I feel like I'm a lot better at. So it's also just something I'm growing through. So it's not something that I find is like a huge deal. 
I have been feeling so much like obviously everyone's asking me, oh my God, what are your plans after graduation? Blah, 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 blah. And sometimes like I know internally that it's okay that I don't have my life figured out. And that is what life is for. That is what my 20s are for. But just sometimes when I talk to older people, it just always feels like, oh, you don't have your life figured out already? You don't have a job yet? Like, what the heck are you doing? And I'm just trying to take my time through this and really just like take life as it comes and not rush into anything. But it's just really hard sometimes when that's not the norm. You know, I know a lot of people who are graduating and have a full-time job lined up already. That's not me. (sighs) So I don't know. I saw this TikTok though where this girl was talking about her graduating university and one of the mistakes that she made was like feeling like she had to jump into a job right away and if it wasn't right for her then she would switch jobs and figure out what she's doing like it was all very quick. She said that one thing that she wanted was to be able to slow down and just enjoy the process of finding yourself and I'm really trying to embrace that and I'm telling myself every day that you know it's okay if you're not super productive every day if you're not doing everything or doing anything every day like it's just okay and we as a society need to recognize that because I feel like I have a lot of capitalist and toxic productivity mindset things ingrained in my mind. So definitely something that I'm trying to get over but it's been a little bit of a struggle to deal with every day and I know some of my friends are also feeling the same way. I have a couple of friends that are also not going into full-time jobs or school anymore and they're just kind of chilling so we've all been kind of relating with that for sure. My other highlight or my other low light of June is not working out as much. And this is honestly because I have just been unlucky. But basically at my gym, there are fitness classes and there are only a certain number of spots because of the amount of equipment that we have. And these fitness classes fill up so fast. The booking opens at midnight and usually by 12.01, it is full. There is a wait list and most of the time I put myself on the wait list, but If I'm lucky, I'll get off the wait list. If I'm not, I won't. So there have been a couple instances this month where I didn't get off the wait list and I didn't really feel like going to the gym. So I just didn't really work out or I would just go for a walk instead. And that's super different because during school, when I could, especially during exam season, I was just working out every single day. I was doing high interval intensity training every single day and it was really, really different for me this month to have days where I don't work out and have days where I just go for a walk. Obviously, it sounds a little not good when I say it, but um, I am also learning to be okay with not making myself sweat balls every single day. Um, I feel like I do feel this internal pressure on myself to be like, if I don't work out, then it's a waste of a day. But I've just been enjoying also being okay with that. Another thing is this month, I guess this is not a low light, this is something else. I started doing yoga and more low intensity workouts this month, partially because of TikTok, but also because it's offered at my gym and I wanted to try something new. On TikTok, everyone's like, oh my god, yoga, Pilates is so good, better than anything that lifting ever gave me. And I don't know how I feel about that. Now that I've been doing yoga and Pilates for the last three weeks, along with the strength training, I think it's, I mean, to each their own. I like both. 
equally there is a time and a place for having a low intensity workout and also a time and a place for having really sweaty high intensity workouts and it's just about what you feel that day but I've actually been really enjoying the groove that I've been in on Mondays now I do a yoga class and it's been super fun I feel like my sense of body has improved so much if that makes sense like being able to feel where my weight is, where my breath is, has improved a lot internally since doing yoga, which I'm really happy with, obviously. And then Tuesdays, I'll do a strength training class. Wednesdays, I'll do like a Pilates-esque class where it's basically like low intensity movements, but they really, really burn. So that's been super fun. Thursdays, I will also do a higher interval intensity class. And then Fridays, I actually haven't been working out. And instead, I'll go do some hiking or walking with my boyfriend. Last week, Friday, we did the Grouse Grind, which if you're not from Vancouver, the Grouse Grind is basically like this really famous hike and it's basically stairs all the way up. It's, I think, two and a half kilometers, but the elevation is like 800 meters over the whole thing and it's a constant uphill. You don't get a break. Um, I did it for the first time last Friday and I absolutely died. Uh, I'm, I would say I'm pretty fit and it took me an hour and 15 minutes to get up to the top. It was quite painful though. I was crying internally. Um, But I feel like for the longest time, I didn't want to do the grouse grind because I was like, it's just stairs. Like that's so boring. But I think I was also scared of like being destroyed by the grouse grind, which has happened. Now and that has happened, I will try to improve. But yeah, that was a good experience actually doing the grouse grind. And then the week before that on Friday, my boyfriend and I did just like a ton of walking all over Kitsilano. So I didn't really work out on Fridays the last two weeks, which is totally fine because it's important to get a variety of exercise. I feel like I was getting quite bored with doing the same workout classes every single week. But having this variety and like also going outside has been super nice. I think going outside has been the best part of it. So Working out has been a little bit less intense this past month, past month, whoa, I can't talk, but it has also been a lot better in some ways because I feel like my body is more balanced, if you know what I mean. So those are my two main lowlights of June, actually. So it hasn't been a bad month. It's been a really good month, to be honest. Now I'm going to talk about what I am looking forward to in July and what July looks like for me. So if I go chronologically, actually the first thing that happens in July, it is my boyfriend and my two-year anniversary, which is crazy to say. We've been dating for right now almost two years, but by July 10th, it'll be two years officially. And this past these past two years have honestly flown by. We started dating during COVID, so we are a COVID, COVID couple, um, but I feel like I have just learned so much about myself, about him, about life in these past two months. And I've had so much fun dating him. Like, it's just been such a good time. We both want what's best for us and our happiness and our relationship. And these past few months, especially, we both have been feeling so satisfied with our relationships. Maybe like the past few weeks, especially. We've just been so happy to see each other and so happy to spend time together. Like it truly has been such a great time in our relationship and it's been great. I've learned so much about myself and just how to be a better partner and how to be a better person in general that I just really, really appreciate him. So that's the first thing. We wanted to do a big extravagant trip, but 
Um, considering like that this is our two year anniversary, it's not really like, it's not the hugest deal in the grand scheme of things. We decided we might probably keep it a little more low key and just spend more time together and just, we'll see. We haven't really actually planned it out yet. So we'll see what happens. I'll keep you updated. Maybe we'll keep you updated when he comes back on the podcast. My second thing that I'm looking forward to in July is obviously I'm going to Austin, Texas. I am so excited. I have been thinking about going to Austin for so long. It's just been a city that's just very interesting to me. And I'm like, I've always thought about like, I really want to see what it's like. Like, I just genuinely don't know what it's like. You know, I've always been, I've been to the West Coast of the States and I've been to the East Coast of the States, but I've never been in the middle. Let me think if that's true. I've, yeah, I've never been in the middle. I mean, Arizona kind of counts as, I kind of consider Arizona more as West Coast. It's not on the coast, but it's on the West side, but I've never really been like smack dab in the middle of the States. And Texas isn't even in the middle, it's the bottom, but you know what I mean. Anyways, I'm so excited to be solo traveling again. It was just like such a good time in Washington. So I feel like it'll be really fun. And I also think it'll just be like a little more chill this time around. I'm definitely going to take more break days. When I was in Washington, I was only there for five days. So I felt like if I took a break day, then I wasn't really like making the most of my experience. But now that I'm going to Austin for 12, 13, 14, 13 days I don't even know uh I can definitely take a few days to just like relax in my Airbnb and do nothing that day especially because it's also so hot in Austin um so I'll definitely enjoy that one thing that I've actually been really liking is I've been watching Ryan Trahan's uh Penny series for Feeding America which is the charity that he's currently donating to and he's in Austin right now so watching him like explore Austin and just like being able to see what I will be able to see in a few weeks has been really cool yeah the only thing is that I'm scared it's gonna be really hot because he said it's been over 100 degrees Fahrenheit there and it's only June and July is usually the hottest month of the year so I'm very worried about that my last thing that I'm looking forward to in July is just in general I'm gonna go out to more events in the city now that COVID is quote unquote over, it's not actually over, but you know, everything's opening back up again and there are more events. There's no capacity and all that. Vancouver's having a ton of events this summer. Some that I'm looking forward to specifically, I'm going to go to my first pride parade. I am so excited for that. I'm so excited to go to my first pride parade. I feel like it'll be so much fun. And also watch fireworks. I wasn't always the biggest fan of fireworks. I actually really didn't like them for the longest time. I was like, this is so pointless. Like this is just color in the air. But I think it's it's not just about the fireworks. It's like the getting there and seeing all these people sitting by the beach and like being able to watch a show, especially with my boyfriend, with someone that I love. And also I haven't seen fireworks in so long because of COVID that it's novel again. I really want to watch them. So I'm excited for those two in particular uh, in Vancouver. Obviously, there's a pride parade. It's on July 31st. And then uh, for fireworks, they Vancouver usually does this like Honda celebration of light. And so a bunch of countries, I actually don't really know how it works because I've never been to one, but a bunch of each day there's like a different country theme or maybe they host the fireworks I don't even know and so there's a different fireworks show and there's like five in July I think I'm away for some of them but I am back for a few of them at the end of the month so I'm so excited for that anyways those are my July my July buds I'm looking forward to July oh my god this whole episode was just a rose bud and thorn I just realized 
but like on a monthly scale, which is crazy because I love rosebud thorns and just doing it on a bigger scale, a monthly scale is obviously a lot of fun for me. Anyways, I'm going to go and cook mac and cheese today, so it's going to take a while, so I'm going to go now, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you give it a thumbs up. Thanks again for all the support on my podcast. I'm just a city girl trying to live in the city world making a podcast and it means the world that there are people out there supporting it but uh yeah all my social media and stuff will be linked down below in case you're interested and i will see you in my next episode bye